0: I'm very excited to have Muhammad Al Robi with me today. He's a finance planning and analytical specialist, and he's been involved in finance business partnering and business transformation, finance transformation for a long time. He has a lot of experience on how to influence people and how to connect people. So, welcome, Muhammad. It's lovely to have you with me.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Talita, for inviting me. Actually, it would be a great pleasure having you today and I'm very happy to share my uh, experience and knowledge across uh, the finance community. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Mohammed. So let's start with um, just telling us a little bit about yourself and what your passion is about.
1: Yeah, actually, um, um, I'm a finance uh, expert with more than 18 years of experience across, uh, across the global multinational companies. I worked in Johnson Johnson, Allergan, Takeda, uh, Energizer, and uh, Shire. Uh, um, also, I have uh, uh, worked across globe. Uh, I, I handled multiple international roles across uh, India, Middle East, Africa, Southeast Asia, and uh, Turkey. And uh, also, I'm certified CIMA from UK and certified FPND from US. And also, I hold the MBA in finance and investment uh, as well. Uh, also, I have I'm very passionate about delivering uh, sessions, and I'm a global uh, finance speaker. Uh, So my passion is to uh, transform people and help people to uh, be a true finance uh, business partner.
0: Fantastic. And if you've worked in so many regions, there must be quite a lot of intercultural changes and differences.
1: Yeah, that's true. Actually, I, I got the chance to handle more than 40 countries across uh, Middle East, Africa, and uh, uh, India, and Pakistan. So uh, it would be a great pleasure to deal with different cultures uh, and different uh, nationalities. And yeah, it was an intensive and a very good experience in my career life.
0: Oh, I can imagine. And, and different things motivate different people across the globe.
1: Yes, yes. Actually, I like dealing with different people, different cultures, understanding the the background of others, it helped me a lot to get intensive experiences, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and probably helps in being a business partner.
1: Yeah, to to be a business partner, also uh, we have to understand people because, as you know, the business partnering is all about. Uh, dealing with people right so accountants or uh, back office uh, accountants are just dealing with systems and numbers but being a business partner it's all about influence people convincing people helping people so it's all about dealing with uh, people so um, uh, dealing with different cultures is very important to understand the background of each one to know how to influence people and how to build relationships uh, with them
0: yes definitely i can imagine so, you know, we're running this leadership hypothesis and I'm asking everyone what makes a great leader. So would you like to share your perspective for with us?
1: Yeah, actually, I think a great leader is a person who has a, a big goal or a dream or a, a big uh, idea and he's passionate about it. And this person um, uh, has, a, 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 a number one, he has to build a credibility and the trust with people because no one will follow any uh, any, any leader Without it having a trust and the credibility, so having that dream and big dream and having uh, building the trust and the credibility with people, this is number one. That's that should be the step uh, number one. After that, um, I believe leaders should be close to uh, people uh, and should be humble uh, w- w- with people, helping them, uh, helping them to achieve their goals, helping them and motivate them to achieve the, their goals and the, the whole or the big dream or the big goal that's very important also lead, uh, great leader should have a vision and should have a clear vision to to everyone and should keen about people i i, I worked with many uh, i can say managers and few of them appear, uh, was was leaders because um, this the only leaders who are keen about people some managers are just keen about re- achieving results that keen only about achieving business performance but they did not give a quality time to develop people motivate people so i believe that the great leader was a people who has vision and has a um, uh, can influence people and to change people
0: So it's really that ability to know where you're going, but then being able to take people with you and having a keen interest in people. So not just yourself and where you're going to go in the organization or the results, but nurturing people to help them grow and develop on the way, and to understand you, you yourself, where are you going?
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. That's completely uh, true, yes.
0: If you were to give a leader some advice and say, this is where you start when you've just been put in a new leadership position, what would your advice be? What would they have to think about?
1: Number one, they have to start with themselves. So they, they should have a self-awareness about themselves. So any leader should, uh, on a regular basis, prepare like uh, an updated SWOT analysis from, for themselves to understand themselves uh, self very well. Once we understand ourselves first, we can understand people and we can know where is our passions, where are our strengths, where are our uh, weaknesses. So, we can have uh, confidence about our uh, capabilities, we can have confidence about our key strength. So should start number one with understanding the, themselves very well. That should be the first uh, step. And then they can start to definitely having uh, uh, the whole journey of being a true leader like uh, influencing people, uh, building the trust, build, building the credibility. But number one should start with self-awareness.
0: Now that's a fantastic place to start. I always think it's a little bit like, I don't know if you play the game Monopoly. And I think it's like when you you can't get your money if you don't cope past Go. And I think Go is self-awareness. So we're very aligned on that. That's for me the entry ticket. If you don't really understand yourself, how can you understand and motivate other people?
1: Exactly. That's absolutely true, Talitha. Uh, yes, that's the key.
0: Okay. So how important do you think the interaction is with team and individuals? You've already mentioned that it's important to grow and develop them. But, you know, how, what would you say about that daily interaction between the leader and the team?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, n- number one, uh, the leader should build the trust with the uh, team, should be transparent and open with, uh, with people. This number one. And I would like to share with you also one example of a, a great leader I, I worked with, uh, those uh, great leaders are close to people, hum, very humble with uh, people. That's very important because ego. If you have echo it will not help at, at all to uh, build a, a rapport with people and build a good relationships with people. So being humble, this is very important. Being helpful uh, w- uh, with people, uh, that's very important. In addition to that. Definitely a leader should have, um, sh- should be assertive, should be firm, should uh, make decisions on the right time. That definitely should be uh, there. But being close to people and humble, that's uh, very important.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, you mentioned that trust is very important. So when you're working with a new, a new colleague um, and you, they're a business partner to you, how would you create that trust? How would you build that trust?
1: Yeah, actually, I, I when I join any company, I I have to brand myself as a true business partner with all of my stakeholders. So to to build the trust, there are uh, many areas I have to focus on. Number one, I have to build my credibility. So credibility, which is the technical credibility and the personality credibility, this is uh, so important. And then I have to agree with, with the team on a mutual goals and mutual uh, objectives. That helped me to, uh, to be a true business partner uh, with them. And the third one, which is very important, especially for finance uh, professionals, that we shouldn't be like a policeman inside the organization. We shouldn't be like uh, controllers inside the organization. So our role is to help our uh, stakeholders and our business partners to achieve their goals, to achieve the business objectives, and we have to find uh, common areas and uh, mutual uh, goals uh, together. This is uh, important as a, a trusted uh, business partners. Also we have to speak their language. As I know some many finance people spoke of very sophisticated uh, accounting uh, terminologies like uh, IFRS and uh, tax regulations and uh, accruals and all of that stuff. But I believe to build the trust with people, we have to speak their language. So I have to understand the other world of our sales people, of our uh, marketing people, of our uh, HR. People. So we have to understand their language. I have to speak with them their language. That also will help me to build the trust. I have to be uh, independent. I shouldn't be biased to any group in the company. I shouldn't be biased even to my boss or to finance. I have to be independent. And when I make any decision, I should make the decision that only... Uh, uh, to the business, uh, align with the business objectives, not to any uh, kind of advice to any other group. That's also very important to build uh, a trust uh, with people.
0: Fantastic. So it's, it's really um, putting yourself a moment in their shoes, understanding their language, understanding what matters to them, what drives them, what motivates them, for instance.
1: Yes, exactly. In addition to that, I have definitely to be committed to my promises. I have to be committed to uh, my um, uh, deliverables. So that's very important.
0: Yeah, I think there's nothing that destroys trust in a leader or in a partner as fast as someone who doesn't honor their promises.
1: Yes, yes. That's the key. uh, That's very important.
0: Yeah, I've seen lots of examples, you know, through my career of people um, who destroy trust because they're not committed uh, or they don't stay um, the long way and commit to to um, what they promised. And then people yeah. just lose interest, total interest, um, in the, and they lose credibility. And you said credibility is also something that's really important when you're working with other people.
1: Exactly. Transparency and um, uh, transparency is very important. Uh, Being uh, independent, that's also very important to build trust with with anyone.
0: I'd like to come to another word um, that you use that I think could also be important with all this team interaction. You use the word humble, that the leader must be quite humble. And do you think there's also a place for that when you're interacting with other people and with the team?
1: Yeah, actually, th- that's one of the key uh, words I would like to emphasize on to be a true business partner or a true leader, which is being humble with people. We have to um, come, uh, come uh, know, be very close to everyone inside the organization. When I was working as a business partner, I had to spend the time with the salespeople inside the field. I helped them even to organize the products inside the supermarket when I was working in the FMCG company. That helped me a lot to so be close to people, helped me a lot to understand even business. They give me a lot of uh, information, a lot of insights, helped me in my business. So be close to people, be humble with people. That will not at all make any issue to, to be a true leader or to be in the top uh, management. That's very important to uh, everyone.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes for some people, it's all about what's in it for me. You know, What can I gain from the relationship? And I think people very quickly spot if you're not... Genuine. So, if if you're not real and, and if it's not coming from that humble place, I think people will spot that.
1: Yes, exactly. That's exactly the, the keyword, atheist.
0: And so, um, in these relationships with people and what you generally see, what holds people back from that trust with their counterparts? Have you seen any examples and you can say, well, this is what I see that really doesn't work?
1: Yeah, actually, if people feel at any point of time that the the person they are dealing with is has a hidden agenda or uh, or dealing for their uh, personal objectives, that immediately break the trust uh, the trust relationships with uh, with others. So we have to be open, transparent, and uh, tell uh, tell the truth in a very open uh, manner that will help people to be. in a good uh, trust and a good relationships uh, with each other so when i working as a business partner i tell people very honest for example if we have to cut budget for example as, as you know that in, as a finance sometimes we have to cut budget some people are not direct sometimes people didn't get the truth. but if you tell people yes we are we are in a tough time we have to cut budget but i will help you to uh, achieve the rest of the budget i will try to find other areas to improve your uh, Uh, budget or to improve your area, that will help a lot of trust, even at the beginning they might not accept it, but it will not at all touch the the trust, will will not hit the trust. So be open with people, that's the the key. Mm -hmm.
0: Good. And um, would you like to maybe share one or two stories of great leadership throughout your career, what you've seen of people who are really, that, that have inspired and motivated you?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, I have one. i see seen one of the top leaders I worked with. This guy started his career as a junior uh, merchandiser. He started his career just putting uh, the goods uh, and organizing the goods inside supermarkets. And today, he's one of the uh, big leaders inside global multinational company. He's a managing director for a big area in, in a global uh, American uh, FMCG company. And he started his career as just as a merchandiser. This guy has a, a, nature, a natural leadership skills. He's very humble with people. This is one of the key. Number two, he has amazing self-awareness. Even when he, when he reached out to a, a top level of, inside the organization, he was talking about very open. He told me, for example, in one day, my, my English was was so bad, I was escaping from attending even interviews with uh, was uh, other top leader in my uh, early, in the, in the early, uh, at the beginning of my career, but but after that I attended I attended many courses on becoming good in English. So, can you imagine someone in the senior leadership team in managing a big uh, organization, FMCG global, uh, uh, FMCG company, seeing that in front of people he has no issue to be open with people. He has very open, very transparent. Uh, he has amazing self-awareness. This is one of the key uh, area, and he has a very good self-confidence because he has no, nothing to to hide. So he is very confident, very open, also very close to people when we have uh, any leadership meeting. As uh, some leaders during the leadership meeting or the months leadership meeting, most of the times he spoke about uh, business performance, business issues, uh, risks, and opportunities. But this person, when I attended uh, meetings with him, always he talk about people, how to develop people, how to develop culture. So he's keen about people. He, even uh, during any meeting, he, he spent the quality time talk about how can we uh, develop this guy? How how can we uh, develop this function? So th- this guy, after a few years, I saw him now he become on the top of the organizations. Other leaders who are just keen about business results, just, they're still in their, the same position. So uh, I see this guy is very, very one of the top leaders. Also, he's inspiring people Every time when as I see his team working too much time, they are working after late night, and they are very happy. No one complain about it because he, he motivate them, encourage them very close to them. So uh, I see he's one of the top uh, great leader I worked with in my career life.
0: Fantastic. I think that you're hitting a very important point there around um, not being afraid to be vulnerable vulnerable in front of people. So, you know, he's sharing an experience where, which makes him look vulnerable, but that's what allows people to connect with him. Um, I, I really believe that that's one of the top tips from my side is really not being afraid to share some vulnerability. But doing it in a genuine way, I think if you just do it to manipulate people, it's also not a a great asset. But when you're doing it from the heart and sharing something, I think it, it inspires and it helps people. And your other point there about speaking about people, growing and developing people, that helps other people to to follow and to be willing to um, do more and not complain. So often people um, in finance have to work very late and work very hard, but if there's an inspiring leader who cares for you and cares for your growth and development, that would definitely make the difference. So that's a very good example. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, Another point was stated about also this uh, leader. Uh, we had two big uh, restructuring inside our organization, a big merger and acquisition during uh, uh, that time. And during that time, other leaders was keen about themselves. What would be my future? Is there any risk in my position? All of, Most of leaders will talk about themselves, but this guy was keen about people. How many people are going to lose? How can we secure jo- their job? Can I find them another job in our distributor? So uh, just thinking about even low-level people, how can we secure them? How can we... Uh, protect them so uh, is a very good example of a uh, true leader.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely that care for for that more human side, caring for people, thinking about people, not putting himself first as the leader, but thinking first of them. I think uh, Simon Sinek would call that the, the servant model of leadership, you know, serving others. How can I serve others?
1: Yes, yes, exactly. That's true.
0: Yeah. Um, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you during the COVID crisis? We spoke before um, we started the interview that you've been in lockdown since the beginning of March. So has there been something that surprised you about this?
1: Actually, yeah, there are some surprises uh, we, we got to, to know during the uh, COVID-19 uh, crisis. And number one, that I found, let's say, 80% of people was able to work from home with no any business interruption, with no, with no issue. So that's actually big, uh, give me a big surprise that all of these big offices across the globe has no, uh, there is no need for, for it. I see people working normally from home, very effective, very efficient. So this is actually one of the big s- surprises I have. Second, people started to discover their families again. So uh, some people live with their family for uh, many years, but they started to discover their f- families again. Uh, also, work-life integration. Actually, uh, I started a, a true work-life integration. I attended many sessions, and I was working on work-life integration in my career life. But the last two months is a true example of work-life integration: how to handle kids and work and your uh, well-being and everything from the same place, same area. It's actually it's a true example of work-work-life uh, integration, especially also for ladies as well. The, because for ladies also, they had to handle the kids and handle uh, office requirements at the same time. So uh, I see it's a true, true example of work-life integration.
0: Definitely. I saw a very fascinating LinkedIn video yesterday of a guy sitting on a one of these yoga balls. When I had problems with my back in South Africa, I also sat on a yoga ball because you move continuously. But he was sitting um, at his desk on the yoga ball. He had the baby in a sling on on his back. And then he had used a spoon and had a cap on and put the spoon (laughs) in the cap with like a big toe So this tassel was moving as he was bouncing and the baby was like grabbing. So the baby, I think the baby's name is Luca and he's 10 months old. (laughs) And that was dad's contribution. He was saying, my wife is doing an amazing job, but she also needs a break every now and again when I'm working. So he was, um, yeah, the baby was riding on his back while he was sitting on his computer. It was very amusing. I thought it was brilliant use of creativity.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's a very good example. Actually, I see it's very interesting and very, very good example also for client integration. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yes. So um, you also say that you speak quite a bit in, in um, on at finance conferences and uh, do transformational work. Is there anything that you would say, I wish people would ask me that, but they never do?
1: Um, actually, I, I usually sh- share all of my uh, experience, but definitely I, I like people to also ask about uh, more about uh, the social uh, s- uh, social skills. I see most of questions I received um, mainly about technical skills, how to develop our analytical skills or data data science or whatever. But I, I I would like to see people more keen about how to how how to develop our social skills, how to develop our Influence skills. I believe this area is very important. And as you know, the future of the jobs—if you uh, see the many reports talk about the future jobs in 2025 or 2023—it's all about people interactions. All the other uh, functional or uh, the routine works would be automated. So the future is only for the uh, human interactions. The person has um, social skills or uh, people skills, uh, transformation skills, uh, influence skills, that would be the future for job. But any routine work has uh, would be automated sooner or later. So I, I, I expect people to ask more about this area.
0: Yeah, I think um, that's a very good point that you're making that to focus just on the analytical side will probably not do it for us and especially You know, we as finance professionals, I was also a finance professional for a long time. We're very wedded to that analytical part of our minds. And we sometimes forget the more creative, people-related, emotional intelligence, self-awareness. We kind of learn those things later in our careers. And I'm hoping that for new finance professionals, that we start to learn those things perhaps first, because I do believe you can't go to the C-suite and become a CFO if you haven't learned those things. Because the relationships at that board level are so important. Would you have a view on that?
1: Yeah, actually, I completely agree with you. And that's uh, in a very uh, open uh, manner. That's what one of my mistakes in my, uh, my career. When I started my career, I was focused a lot on developing my technical skills, which mm-hmm. is getting accounting qualifications and getting uh, more uh, technical mm-hmm. skills. But actually, uh, I learned that building uh, relationships and uh, increasing or expanding our network is so, so important. Not even in our corporate life, but even also in our uh, social life and even in our uh, uh, um, uh, any other business outside uh, corporate life. So uh, uh, personal branding and uh, building relationships is so, so important. So I completely agree with you. That social skills now become more important than even the technical skills.
0: Maybe you could share, what do you think was your biggest learning or success throughout your career, either of those?
1: The, the biggest learning uh, in, my, in my career is, um, um, is to focus on uh, relationships, is to focus on uh, helping people, is focusing on developing people, transforming things, uh, changing the status quo this is very very important for uh, anyone so when i join any new company uh, any new organization i always uh, changing the status quo i am not just continuing what the previous uh, uh, person was handling or what what uh, what was happening before so i always changing the status quo and thinking on how to transform things to the better better shape and better way even uh, across organization or across uh, people as well so we have always uh, asking ourselves, why you are doing that? Why should we do that? How can we make it better? Even when, as, as a business partners, when we are discussing numbers, we shouldn't just uh, provide numbers or provide uh, information. We have to ask the people, what should, we, what should be done differently? How can we improve that? That's a true insight.
0: So Mohamed, it's been a real pleasure for me. Is there anything that you would like to ask me before we conclude?
1: Yeah actually I'm 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 very happy meeting you today and actually I had also read some articles uh, you mentioned that which is transforming uh, ourselves and we have to ask ourselves what is the purpose of uh, what we are doing right now and I'm very happy that you took the decision that uh, we we have to take out our fears from moving from corporate to uh, to open our own business and follow our passion Actually, that inspired me a lot, your articles. And also I read a book by uh, Andrew Cote. Uh, You had uh, one section for uh, for interview with you. And Mm -hmm. I read it carefully. And actually, it inspired me. We have to remove the fears of uh, taking decisions. We have to follow our passion. And that's actually inspired me a lot. And thank you very much, Talita, for this uh, article.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That's so lovely. I must say that journey to living corporate life was not an easy journey for me. There were were lots of fears. Um, Luckily, I had a very, very good coach that helped me to work through those fears. And um, I feel like I'm, with this leadership series, I'm birthing something bigger for the world, you know, something where I can inspire analytical professionals to understand how important leadership and team is, and that they make it part of their routine, that it's not just something that's an add-on, because I think sometimes we think, it's just an add-on of something that we need to do, but it should be something that we actually integrate and is as important as working out the monthly financial numbers or whatever. Those relationships, those people interactions, they're actually more important than anything else.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Actually, that's very inspirational for all of us. And that's very helpful.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today, Mohammed. Um, It's been great and I love your stories and I loved your story of your leader that's so successful and his interest in people, his genuine interest in people.
1: Thank you so much. It was a great pleasure uh, meeting you today. Thank you very much.